Hello, and welcome to The Download with SAP. I'm Babatunde Ojo. On each episode, we're going to sit down with an SAP customer, a very special kind of SAP customer. You might even call them super adopters. Basically, people who have solved real problems thanks to SAP solutions. We're going to have real conversations with real customers because let's be honest, adopting a new solution can be hard. We'll hear about the good stuff. I've always loved seeing the light bulbs come on with people. When you see you know, some vice president excited about the fact that they have the access and, and the power to do what they need to do without relying on three other people or an email and, or a meeting. Uh, you know, what used to be a meeting is now just a couple of clicks. The challenging stuff. We were moving a lot of these processes to a system for the first time and out of folders and filing cabinets. And so these processes weren't just changing, they were changing dramatically. And some mouthwatering stuff too. We ended up uh, melting that down and making a dip out of it. Like not putting anything else in it, just melting it and dipping it. Oh, it was so good. Mm -mm -mm. But the point is, we will learn stuff as well. In the end, that is the whole point of this show, to give people the tools they need to use their SAP solutions to the fullest and help them become even more successful in their jobs. So let's get to the download. In this episode, we are going to talk about success factors, that is SAP's human experience management suite. So basically, it's an HR solution. But trust me when I say there is nothing basic about it. And I'm saying that with authority due to my role as a solution adoption expert within SAP. So for a great success factors success story, we turn to Hiram, Ohio, where this guy is holding it down. My name is Brian Shellhorn and my job title is HRIS Manager at Great Lakes Cheese. So for the uninitiated who might be listening, can you tell us a bit more about what your job actually entails? What do you do on a day-to-day -day basis? So my main purpose is making sure that success factors is up and running properly and making sure that people are efficient in their current processes, make sure that people are trained in their, their current processes, make sure that we don't have any hiccups, and when we do, working through the processes to get those fixed. And the other 30% is really trying to stay ahead of the game. Cool. That's great. I'd be interested to find out a little bit more about Great Lakes Cheese, actually. I mean, you know, can you tell me a bit more about the organization? Great Lakes Cheese is a really unique place. It truly is a family. The best thing I can do to explain the company is give a little bit of an anecdote. When I first got here, I was asked to give an ROI to the team, to the upper management on a, a project. And I said, well, here's the one that's going to have the best ROI for us. And leadership looked at me and said, okay, Brian, that, that's great. I appreciate that. But what's best for the employees? And it was just this light bulb that said, wow, we really are not numbers here. Every single person matters. So, you know, we're going to be talking about success factors specifically as a solution um, in a little bit, but perhaps what will be good for those listening would be for them to maybe get a sense of what some of those wider challenges were when you walked into Great Lakes and obviously one, you know, what were the challenges in place as to why they hired you? So when I was brought in, it was, okay, how do we take these old processes 
and move them into the system to where we can be efficient and run this with a smaller group of people. But in the beginning, we were moving a lot of these processes to a system for the first time and out of folders and filing cabinets. And so these processes weren't just changing, they were changing dramatically. Fantastic. So the challenges are there. They've presented themselves. You've chosen your solution based on your ROI that you were talking about before. So implementation process, how did you go about getting that into play? And how did you get from the starting point to where you are today? Obviously, there's it's one thing to run a system. It's another thing to implement the system with such a small team. And so we started working with Capgemini from the very beginning. And believe it or not, three and a half years later, most of the resources that we worked with with Cap are still around and still helping us out when we run into major challenges. And so another challenge that comes along with that is we're asking our HR team to change. So we went from an HR team that really wasn't too heavily systems-based to now we're changing their job pretty dramatically and saying, okay, you're a system administrator as well. And the real challenge there was, is as I started to step back and say, okay, who is responsible for each one of these processes? Who's responsible for each one of these processes in EC? Who's responsible in payroll? Who's responsible on the benefits side? We started to keep coming back to the same group of people. And then for each of our implementation modules, so EC, recruiting, for um, benefits, for payroll, for compensation. We had somebody from CAP that took a lead on each one of those. Each one of those people had an offshore team behind them. And that combination of work was just amazing. We had somebody that was local that we could rely on and strategize with. Perfect opportunity for me to shout out our partner community because they are pivotal to success when our customers are implementing. Change management in particular is something that, especially even from in my day-to-day -day role on the solution adoption side of things, the change management side is something customers really, really struggle with because it's all well and good having the systems in place, but how do you get the end users to adopt and embrace that and go with the change. So can you give us some insight in terms of how you guys manage that change within Great Lakes? I would look at that at a couple of levels, right? So first you've got management buy-in. Um, the good news for me here, the management buy-in was there. What I would say is where we really started our core change management strategies though, came with those stakeholders, number one, that were part of the processes, so our HR partners throughout the, the network. And I guess my number one strategy for making sure that those people are on board is making sure that they feel that they have a voice. If there's one thing that I've learned in my past is that people are willing to put up with a lot more in their change when they felt like, okay, you know what? I get it. I get why we're going through this pain or I get why this decision was made. And while I may not love the fact that maybe I have one extra click here, I understand because I was a part of it, that that's saving me 10 extra clicks on the back end. And so allowing them to be part of the process throughout and make sure that they feel like they have skin in the game is a huge part of the success 
of our change management plan. You know, I always find, especially when I talk to customers, that the biggest thing for the end user is making it real, bringing it to life so that they they find it easier to adopt and they find it easier to actually start getting used to that particular process or that particular bit of technology. We help people, you know, one-on-one walk through, how do I, how do I look at my benefits? How do I look at my paycheck? How do I get logged into my phone to where I can access this from somewhere other than here at work? We also had kiosks put into each location in the break rooms to try and make it a little more accessible. And I figured that was going to be our number one way to to reach people. What we quickly found, though, and this has held true for three years, is that we're seeing 70 to 75 percent of our traffic coming through mobile. And so that changed our focus quite a bit as well as we started to design things to make sure that we were thinking from a mobile perspective, how is this going to work? Yeah. And, and and that's a really, really great point that you bring up is that when we're going through these implementation cycles and the change management, that also includes us in terms of the people that are driving it. Because like you say, you know, because of our experience or our previous projects, we may have a particular mindset about how certain things should and could be done. It really has changed the way that we do business internally. We're getting ready to go live with the new stories feature, the um, people analytics. Uh, And having that locked into learning is going to be a huge win as well. I believe with what I'm seeing with people analytics, that's going to allow us to bring that in and really consolidate that reporting and tell stories based off of the learning that we can't do right now in the same way. We can get transactional reporting like crazy. um, And we're looking forward to that. Amazing. Amazing. Okay, Brian, so just a a little bit more focus on the cheese because, you know, everybody loves cheese. Everybody wants to know about the cheese. So, you know, I have to admit the cheese was a big win for me. (laughs) Um, Do you have a do you have a favorite cheese? I I do. Uh, A couple of years ago, we had some cheese pop up out of the test area and they said, hey, how would you like to try this? I said, it's cheese. I'll eat it. And they said, well, it's going to be spicy. I said, okay. And it was called Carolina Reaper. And oh my gosh, it was good stuff. And a little time goes by. Next thing I know, I've got a five pound block of Carolina Reaper sitting on my desk to take home. Brilliant. I mean, that works for me as well. You know, combines my love of, of hot, spicy food with my love of cheese. So win, win, win. Brilliant. We ended up uh, melting that down and making a dip out of it, like not putting anything else in it, just melting it and dipping it. Oh, it was so good. So you you mentioned there around some of the the kind of the benefits and and some of the positivity that you're seeing from the implementation. Um, Are there any more that you can share in terms of the benefits that you and your end users are seeing from, from what you've done so far? So with our initial implementation, we took about 80% of our paper out of the processes, which is huge for multiple reasons. I mean, from from a cost perspective, we're getting rid of the, the cost of all the paper and the copies, et cetera. 
the frustration of not being able to find things when you need it or having to physically be, I mean, think about this last two years with COVID, um, you know, we could be sitting at home and get all of the information we needed because it's not in a file at the office. So that's a huge win, a massive win. Uh, my manager was actually uh, kind of reviewing our successes from the last couple of years. And one of the things she kept coming back to is, I don't know how we would have done the last two years if we didn't have the system in place to be able to have the accesses from anywhere, to be able to um, on the fly throw together some, you know, vaccination tracking or on the fly, be able to create some new MDF objects to be able to, you know, take advantage of, of one piece of functionality or the next. So that's been a huge win over the course of this, you know, pandemic timeframe. Even more than that, I would say, you know, transparency for our associates. Everything is just consolidated into one place, which was a huge goal of ours. And so we're starting to see more and more self-service happening, even with the management level. And that's where, you know, those those little things, those 30 seconds that you save here, those five minutes that you save for HR, when you multiply that out by the 30 times they were doing that a day, you know, that, that makes a big difference. And be honest with me, those moments when they come to you and you say, yeah, we can do that. That's really satisfying, right? It is. It is. You know, I've, I've always loved uh, seeing the light bulbs come on with people. Uh, and that's happened actually just within the couple, last couple of weeks. I've had it happen a couple of times with some fairly high level people. And that's even more exciting when you see, you know, some vice president that's actually willing to go in and push a couple of buttons and get what they need and be excited about the fact that they have the access and, and the power to do what they need to do without relying on three other people or an email and or a meeting. You know, what used to be a meeting is now just a couple of clicks. I know how satisfying that is when you see that adoption taking place in front of your eyes and you feel validated for all of the blood, sweat, tears that you've put into those projects, you know, those hours that people didn't realize you were working to get things up and running. It's always very, very satisfying. So kudos to you, you know, and, and, and your, your colleagues. One other thing I'm going to ask you actually is that, is there a particular feature or a bit of functionality across the suite that is your absolute favorite or that you feel is the one you just like people to use the most? I have to say the one that I'm having the most fun with is one that we haven't um, fully utilized yet, but we're starting to in pockets. And that's uh, the continuous performance. I, I, I love that functionality. You know, to be able to tie achievements back to things that you're actually working on that tie back to goals is really a cool feature. I can't remember last week, let alone what happened, you know, 12 months ago. <laughs> and that's that's kind of how you feel at the end of the year. But this last year, after using continuous performance, I was able to sit down and say, you know what? Hold on. I pulled it up and looked down my achievements list. And I'm like, wow, like we've accomplished a lot. Yeah, cool. Outstanding work, Brian. That's that's really great to hear. And um, I have to say, I've I've thoroughly enjoyed our conversation, hearing about Great Lakes Cheese and the transformation that you guys have gone through in terms of your implementation of success factors and jumping over those hurdles, overcoming obstacles, challenges. Fantastic. Okay. Now we're going to have a little bit of fun. So what we're going to do is I'm going to throw out three or four quick fire questions at you first answer that comes to mind it's nothing too taxing don't worry so 
Are you ready for this? Let's go. Okay. First question is, if you were going to have a superpower, what would it be? I thought you said this wasn't too taxing. Um, <laughs> let's see. It's got to be flying. I, I don't know how you don't make it flying. That's my answer every single time. So I'm with you on that one. Okay. Next one is if you were not doing the awesome job that you're doing today within Success Factors Implementations, what would be your career choice? So as long as my boss isn't listening, my dream job is I would love to be the announcer for the Boston Celtics. I'm a massive Celtics fan. Just to be able to travel around with a team and talk basketball all day, every day, that would be, that would be the life. My last question for you, Brian, is so you're at the end of your career, you know, your, your, your glamorous career, and they're going to make a movie about your life. Who is playing you in the movie of your life? Probably Kevin James. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, he's going to bring that comedic element to the to the film. You know, there's going to be some, there's going to be laughs, there's going to be maybe a few tears at some point, but ultimately, feel good ending. Everyone's smiling. That's what we want, right? Yeah, I, I guess my my choice would be Will Smith. That being said, I don't know that I can pull off that level of cool, so I'll go with Kevin James. I think based on everything we've spoken about today, Will Smith would be honoured to play you in, in the movie. Again, Brian. All I can say is it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much for, for speaking to me today. And uh, all the best to you and your colleagues at Great Lakes Cheese. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. And thank you for the uh, partnership we have with SAP. You've been listening to The Download with SAP. I'm your host, Babatunde Ojo, and I've been talking with Brian Shellhorn all about his secrets to success with implementation of success factors at Great Lakes Cheese. So that's it from me today. We'll see you next time. And from all of us at SAP, thanks for listening.